Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's weekly news roundup. Crews seeking NHTSA or NHTSA approval to put the autonomous origin into service. What is that? The autonomous future is inching closer with a driverless origin. It looks like a pod. I mean, it is a pod. Is it, I guess it's a taxi? We'll have to look at that in the second uh, in the second segment. Slow and furious, Ford Mustang gets T-boned by a truck. The driver of this Mustang thought the Ford truck was turning to the right. Oh, no. This guy dropped an R34 Nissan Skyline body on a salvaged R35, and this is its first test drive. Forget trying to find a street-legal R34 Skyline or waiting for new ones to become legal. Someone decided to just body swap an R35. Honestly, that's actually pretty smart because, yes, the R34 drives well. But I think the ideal matchup is an R34 that drives like an R35. That's probably what most of us want. I say most of us. That's probably what a lot of people want. And so that actually makes a lot of sense. Porsche is converting its main factory to... To ready it for all electric 718 sports cars. Oh no. Porsche has committed $567 million to transforming its Zuffenhausen. Hussen? Zuffenhausen? Hmm. Zuffenhausen. <laughs> I don't know. Plant that will build the next gen all electric sports cars. Road going KTM Crossbow GTX prototype spy for the first time. The street-legal version of KTM's Crossbow GT2 Racer is expected to arrive later this year or in early 2023. Lamborghini looks to synthetic fuel to keep combustion engines alive beyond 2030, which isn't a surprise considering they're under Volkswagen and so is Porsche, and Porsche got the ball rolling with, syn with synthetic fuels. Lamborghini CEO thinks customers will accept hybrid powered by e-fuel if their performance is better than that of the previous generation. The Biden administration will once again let California set its own emission standards. The Trump administration has removed California's ability to set its own emission standards. Porsche's LMDH prototype completes 2,000 kilometers of testing in Barcelona. Porsche's LMDH prototype features a twin-turbocharged V8 and a hybrid system. Flying taxis might only be two years away for Singapore residents. Volocopter, a German eVTOL company, says that they plan to offer uh, plan to offer taxi services in Singapore by 2024. Polestar lands in Australia, starts sales of two, the Polestar 2, before, deli before first deliveries in March. The Polestar 2 is available in Australia from as little as 59,900 Australian. Ford and Volvo join Redwood Materials, Redwood Materials push to make EV recycling as easy as possible. Redwood Materials will take Californians' old EV batteries off their hands for them in order to recycle them. There might be safety features on your car that you didn't even know about. The IIHS has conducted a study that found many used car buyers don't even know what safety features they have. Just more proof that car, that car, uh, that car buyers need to do more research on whatever vehicle they're considering. Ford rumored to be mulling an EV spinoff division and the stock market is reacting. Ford's stock jumped up today after reports came out that it might separate its EV business from its legacy operations. I'd be good with that. RML's pre-production Ferrari 250 GT SWB, or short wheelbase, Restomod looks amazing. The Ferrari-inspired Restomod features a 5.5-liter V12 and a 6-speed manual. VW CEO says automaker will continue to make output cuts due to, due to chip shortage. 
VW hopes to build 50, you know, 570,000 vehicles at its Wolfsburg factory this year. Man could spend 10 days in jail because of allegedly false theft report from Hertz. Woken up in his room, the Hertz customer was taken off a cruise ship and arrested, despite saying he did nothing wrong. Hertz, mm-mm, you better fix this. Chevy Bolt getting a reprieve? Next-gen model reportedly coming in three to five years with airless tires. A second-generation Bolt could arrive between 2025 and 2028. 2023 VW MRTs will be larger than its predecessor and sport a V6 TDI engine. Really? They're still doing TDIs? The redesigned Volkswagen Amarok will be launched later this year. South Korea may impose penalties on Tesla for allegedly exaggerating its vehicle's range. Tesla could be facing a penalty for not warning Korean customers that ranges may decrease by 40% in freezing temperatures. Off-road hydrogen-powered racing series Extreme H plans to kick up dirt in 2024. Extreme H plans to build a sibling series to the already eco-focused Extreme E racing series. Maserati Grassol EV won't use bespoke electric car platform. The electric version of upcoming Macan rival of the upcoming Maserati Macan rival will make do with a re-engineered FCA platform instead of a dedicated EV architecture. New Yorkers with loud exhaust could be caught by cameras with decibel meters. New York City uses red red light camera-like surveillance to catch people with loud exhaust. That sucks. Once again, another reason why New York sucks. No. <laughs> The only American car in Consumer Reports' 2022 10 best list kicks Tesla from the top EV spot. That is right. The publication said the Ford had fewer problems and rides better than the Tesla. Alpina's facelifted B3 Touring will be like the M3, but without the ugly grille. The Alpina B3 Touring will rock a 3-liter twin-turbocharged six-cylinder with at least 462 horsepower. Consumer Reports says Subaru makes the best vehicles. Jeep apparently the worst. Tesla came in 23rd place thanks to its yoke steering wheel. Thank you. What a stupid steering wheel. Look, it was cool when Knight Rider did it. It's just a gimmick when Tesla does it. Toyota Corolla could get a facelift in Japan later this year. The 12th generation of the Toyota Corolla, originally introduced in 2018, might get new features from the Corolla Cross of all vehicles. VW Group might purchase Huawei's something like that, autonomous vehicle unit. The German giant is looking for ways to expand its footprint in the world of self-driving technologies. Alpina XB7 facelift shows more of its sporty body kit. Alpina's take on the upcoming facelifted BMW X7 sheds some of its camouflage during testing on public roads. Silver is the new black as Mercedes unveils W13 for the 2022 Formula 1 championship. Lewis Hamilton and George Russell will be the team's drivers for the 2022 season. Still can't find a PS5? Buy a Toyota Yaris GR Sport Gran Turismo 7 Special Edition and get it for free. So spend way too much just to get a PS5. The Toyota Yaris GR Sport GT7 will be capped at just 100 units and be available solely in Spain. That's an interesting place, not all of Europe. Okay. Renault teases a new hydrogen power concept. Will debut in May. The concept will be fitted with a hydrogen engine focused on decarbonization and, and sustainability. Sorry. Aussie 2004 HSV GTS 300 Coupe will cost you as much as a used Gallardo. This 2004 HSV GTS 300 Coupe was the 24th and final example produced. Rimac completes the final U.S. crash test for the Navara supercar. The test simulated what happens when a car goes sideways into a lamppost, so it's an important one for a supercar. 
No roads? No problem for Jetson's $92,000 one personal helicopter. The Swedish firm's Jetson 1 can carry a 210-pound no, passenger for 20 minutes. Not great, but hey, it's an interesting start. Let's see where it goes. It's actually pretty cool. It's like, imagine a an ATV with a roof on top, but with but with drone-like, uh, drone-like, for lack of a better word, propellers at all four corners. That's basically what this looks like. It's pretty cool. Tesla's phantom braking complaints lead to NHTSA investigation that could affect over 400,000 cars. The NHTSA is looking into 354 complaints of phantom braking it has received in the last nine months. That is something we actually talked about, I think, in the last weekly news roundup. 2022 Subaru WRX starts at $29,105 and boasts 271 horsepower. The range-topping WRX GT will set you back $41,895. Cargo ships with thousands of VWs, Porsches, Audis, Lamborghinis, and Bentleys is burning in the Atlantic. The Felicity Ace is adrift in the Atlantic after a fire broke out on one of the ship's cargo decks. Oh no. Mini Brick Lane Edition celebrates London Street R and starts at $35,675 in the US. The 2022 Mini Brick Lane Edition features a blue roof and unique graphics. Tesla accused of making unreasonably dangerous suspension in Florida lawsuit over fatal accident. The driver took his Model 3 into a Tesla store complaining of controllability issues four days before the fatal accident. Yamaha and Toyota working on 444 horsepower hydrogen V8 with a crazy top-mounted 8-to-1 exhaust manifold. That is ridiculous! That is so cool. The two firms are working on clean alternative to electric power based on the Lexus RCF's existing 5-liter motor. Should EVs keep ICE model names or get new ones? Automakers seem to be split on the subject, with some, with some brainstorming new names and others relying on existing nomenclatures. 2022 at Mazda CX-60 spied flaunting 4 tailpipe exhaust system will debut next month. The CX third no the CX60 sorry the CX60 will be offered with a plug-in hybrid powertrain that produces more than 296 horsepower. The Kia Seltos is going under the knife and it could get a new hybrid powertrain. The updated Seltos could share hybrid tech with the all-new Nero. That is going to be it for this segment though. I will see you all after the break. While we take this short and elevator musicless break, sorry, I would like to inform you all that there is more CCC content for you to enjoy. For articles, videos, polls, quizzes, posts about the podcast, and even a little bit more, please head on over to my all-new Cody's Car Conundrum website. With a whole new design and all my content in one place, the new Cody's Car Conundrum website is the home of everything I do with CCC. Just go to codyscarconundrum.com to devour even more car-based content. Alrighty, we are back everyone for the second segment, starting with the NHTSA Cruise Autonomous Origin thing. Cruise has petitioned the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, to allow them to build the Origin and put it into commercial service. The news is years in the making, and the company noted the petition signals they are ready to build and deploy the Origin. While the driverless vehicle still needs to be given the green light, Cruise said the Origin is not innovation for its own sake, as it follows the U.S. Department of Transportation's six guiding principles for work on innovation in transportation. These call for promoting accessibility, creating American jobs, being eco-friendly, and ensuring U.S. leadership in developing and manufacturing autonomous technology and artificial intelligence. The Origin checks all those boxes, as it's electric and slated to be built at GM's Factory Zero in Michigan. 
Of course, the model is more notable for being autonomous, and this will enable it to transport everyone from the elderly to the intoxicated. The lack of a driver should also help allow rides to be significantly cheaper than Lyfts or Ubers. While the company hasn't disclosed pricing, GM CEO Mary Barra used last year's Aspen Ideas Festival to suggest rides in the origin could cost less than one dollar, or uh, less than a less than seventy-four cents, or well, okay, less than a pound, or less than a euro per mile. That's significantly less than current ride-hailing services, which the executive said costs around two point five dollars, or one point eight pounds, or two point two one euros to $3, or 2.21 pounds, or 2.65 euros per mile. Cruise has plans to build and deploy tens of thousands of origins in the future. They're based on years of development and have been designed with safety in mind, as there are multiple redundancies to ensure there are no single points of failure across sensing, compute, networking, or power. The model also features a multi-layered sensor suite that is designed to track multiple people and objects, even in pitch black conditions or inclement weather. Next, we have Lamborghini and synthetic fuels. Like every automaker, Lamborghini is looking forward to an electrified future. However, well, I'm not sure they're necessarily looking forward to it as, it as in pleased with it, but they're casting their eyes towards the future for sure. However, although it has promised to introduce electrified supercars soon, that doesn't mean it has given up on, on combustion engines yet. Speaking to Germany's Welt am Sonntag, hopefully I got that right, Lamborghini boss Stefan Winkelmann, hopefully I got that right, said the company is looking to, or hopefully I got that name right, said the company is looking, looking at ways to keep engines alive past 2030 when a number of automakers expect to be selling only EVs. After hybridization, we will wait and see whether it will be possible to offer vehicles with a combustion engine beyond 2030, said Winkelmann. One possibility would be to keep the combustion engine alive with synthetic gasoline. Synthetic fuel is being invested in by Porsche, Lamborghini's stablemate in the VW Group. See? Synthetic fuel is said to be greener than regular fuel, though it requires a lot of energy to produce, and unless that's all renewable, its, its green bona fides are questionable. Studies have shown that the fuel is only green in small quantities, and experts have, therefore, suggested that it should be reserved for industries that can't go all-electric, like long-distance long trucking and flying. With sports like Formula One investing in the technology, though, synthetic fuels will have an association with high-performance vehicles. See, here's the thing. Those, those reservations about industries that can't go all-electric, like long-distance trucking and flying, likely had reservations about a few other things, a few other technologies years before. But they kept working on it, kept working on it, kept working on it, and then whatever those technologies were did eventually become viable for those industries. So long-distance trucking and all-electric trucks in that regard could become viable eventually if there's an infrastructure to support it and fast enough charging times. Flying, that's a lot more difficult, but again, with enough investment, with enough research, with enough time, could become viable. So while the experts are saying that it should be reserved for industries that, that can't go electric right now, with enough investment, once again, with enough research, once again, it could be genuinely viable full stop sooner rather than later. We expect our customers to accept these cars. If the promise is kept that the if the promise is kept that the performance of the vehicle is better than that of the previous previous generation, said Winkleman. The combination with the all-electric drive will bring more power to our vehicles, coupled with a better CO2 balance. Lamborghini will introduce its first hybrid in 2024, and its first fully electric vehicle will be unveiled before the end of the decade. Winkleman has previously suggested that it will be a 2 plus 2 or 4-seater with crossover design tendencies. That's a little sad, but at least it's not a uh, cyan a CN successor. 
you know, a passion project or a passion vehicle, so to speak. Next, we have New York being lame. New York has come up with a new technology or with a new way to catch drivers whose cars are louder than is legally allowed. The city's Department of Environmental Protection has set up meters that check the sound of a car when it passes by. The system was brought to many people's attention following a photo posted to the Lowered Congress Facebook group on February 13th. The DEP, or DEP, confirmed to Road and Track, though, that the project has been in operation since September of 2021. The photo of the summons posted to Facebook suggests that the system works much like a speed camera. It has a sound level meter as well as a camera that takes pictures of cars whose exhaust is loud enough to trip a sensor and sends the owner a letter in the mail. I am writing, I am writing to you because your vehicle has been identified as having a muffler that is not in compliance with section 386 of the vehicle and traffic law, which prohibits excess, excessive noise from motor vehicles, the order indicates. It goes on to say that the owner must bring their car to a location for inspection. If they comply, they're given the opportunity to bring their vehicle into compliance with, sit, with city and state law. You fail to appear or respond to the first notice and have been issued a summons, the letter indicates. If you do not appear, you may be subject to the issuance of a summons which carries a maximum penalty of $875. Failure to appear a second time will result in further penalty. I'm sorry, $875 just for a car that's a bit too loud? Ugh. The program is separate from Governor something's sleep bill, which raised fines for noise vi violations in the state from $150 to $1,000, the, the highest in the U.S. This program will be reevaluated on June 30th, the DEP said, to decide if it should be expanded or taken out of commission. Please take it out of commission. <laughs> unless, it's, unless it's because New York City or New York is just a stupidly loud state. Like, idiotically loud, like unreasonably loud, then okay, sure, maybe. But $1,000 for, like, what What kind of noise violation is going to constitute a $1,000 fine? Explain that to me. It better not be something stupid. It better not be something relatively mundane. That's all I'm going to say. Let's get back onto, more or less, let's get back onto Tesla's phantom braking. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA's Office of Defects, Investigation has taken an official step in investigating Tesla for so-called phantom braking events by opening a preliminary evaluation into the issue. The office is looking at an issue that could affect a population of around 416,000 vehicles, including 2021 to 2022 Tesla Model 3 and Model Y vehicles. The preliminary evaluation follows 354 consumer complaints that NHTSA has received over the last nine months related to the issue. The complaints allege that while... Using advanced driver assistance features like adaptive cruise control, the vehicle unexpectedly applies the brakes when it is driving at highway speeds. They report that the braking events happen suddenly and seemingly for no reason. Worse still, they can happen many times in a single drive cycle, even after a recent recall. The ODI's report actually paints a more dire picture than the Washington Post did earlier this month. See? When it reported that complaints of phantom braking have risen to more than 107 cases in the last three months, customers report that the events are hair-raising and make Tesla's advanced driver assistance systems hard to trust. They are also dangerous since they, since they often happen on the highway where suddenly jumping on the brakes can catch following vehicles by surprise. The investigation follows Tesla's decision to remove the radar sensors from the Model 3 and Model Y. The systems now work with cameras alone despite the widely held belief in the industry that the redundant systems like radar or LIDAR are a necessity for partially automated driving systems. 
Phantom breaking is what happens when the developers do not set the decision threshold properly for deciding when something is there versus a false alarm. Well, we already talked about that last, or we already read that quote last uh, weekly news roundup. The investigation is just the latest into Tesla's driving systems in recent months. As a matter of fact, we've reported on four recalls of Tesla vehicles in the first 17 days of February alone. Jeez. Next, we have that cargo ship with VWs and Porsches, among others. The Felicity Ace, a cargo ship carrying nearly 4,000 Volkswagen Group vehicles, as the company confirmed, caught fire off the coast of Portugal this week. All 22 crew members were rescued by the Portuguese Navy and are now safe. But the fate of the vehicles aboard the ship reportedly headed for the U.S. is unknown. The Felicity Ace left the port of Emden, Germany on February 10th and was expected to land at the Davisville, Rhode Island. Or not the Dave, not the whatever, but to land at Davisville, Rhode Island on the morning of February 23rd. The abandoned ship contains vehicles from the Volkswagen, Audi, Lamborghini, Porsche, and Bugatti brands and is now drifting in the Atlantic. We are aware of an incident today involving a cargo ship transporting Volkswagen Group vehicles across the Atlantic, a a spokesperson told Insider in an email. At this time, we are not aware of any injuries. We are working with local authorities and the shipping company to investigate the cause of the incident. The ship transmitted a distress signal on the morning of Wednesday, February 16th, following a fire that had broken out on one of the cargo decks. Naftka Chronica, or something like that, reports that the crew of the Felicity Ace took a lifeboat and were picked up by the Resilient Warrior, a tanker operated by a Greek company. The outlet indicated yesterday that 11 of the crew had been picked up by a Portuguese Navy helicopter, and photos shared from the tanker show smoke rising from the Felicity Ace. Authorities were still trying to get the fire under control yesterday, and neither Porsche nor Volkswagen seemed to know if the vehicles will be salvageable, per statement sent to The Drive. Matt Farah of the Smoking Tire posted that a Porsche Boxer Spider that he ordered in August was on the Felicity Ace, oh no, and suggested that the car might be lost. Porsche, though, said that no further details of the specific cars affected were available yesterday, advising customers to speak to their local dealers. It added that its immediate thoughts are the 22 crew. Built in 2005, the Felicity Ace is 656 feet long and 104 feet wide. It can carry 17,738 tons and, fully laden, can transport nearly 4,000 vehicles, which was the case here. Porsche has had a run of bad luck with its shipping efforts. In 2019, the Grande America sank off the coast of France, and among the vehicles on board were several were several 9, 911 GT2 RSs headed for Brazil. After that incident, the company put the vehicle back into production after after it had officially ended in order to fulfill the orders of customers whose cars were lost in the incident. That's just so sad, especially with the Bugattis on board. That's going to cost VW a lot of money. That said, I'm just as grateful as VW and Porsche and and all the VAG brands that the crew got out safely. And now we have another potential lawsuit for Tesla. A lawsuit has been filed against Tesla in Florida over an alleged suspension failure that may have caused a fatal crash last year. The lawsuit claims that the 2021 Tesla Model 3 had a defective and unreasonably dangerous suspension that may cause loss of control during ordinary and foreseeable driving conditions per Reuters. The legal action is related to an accident and sparked a federal probe last year. According to the lawsuit, the vehicle's driver, Nicholas G. Garcia, brought the Model 3 into a Tesla store four days before the accident, citing problems with controllability, steering, steering, suspension, battery, and electronic system, and an ability to open the doors. The Tesla service manager is accused of negligently inspecting the vehicle. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Board, 
preliminary report from November, the car was speeding before crashing into two trees and catching fire. Both the driver, 20, and his front passenger seat, the 19-year-old Jasmine Alcala, died in the accident. According to a police report by Reuters, the vehicle's underbody stuck, stuck, no, struck the roadway after going over a hump in the center of an intersection. The driver then lost control and the vehicle veered off the highway before the collision. Tesla recalled nearly 30,000 Model 3s and Model Ys in the U.S. over a suspension issue last year and further recalled 21,599 Model Ys made in China, saying the suspension leak could fall out of the steering knuckle under extreme stress conditions. Tesla is facing heightened scrutiny over the safety of its vehicles, and so far in February, we have reported on at least five recalls and several investigations related to its vehicles. The lawsuit is seeking, is seeking $30,000 each from Tesla and the service manager. Honestly, that's a bit low. That is the end of this segment, though. I will see you all after the break for the final segment. During this break, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover, slash talk about, slash make a video regarding something specific, or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum, where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, you'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next, you'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. Now let's get back to the show. Alrighty everyone, we are back for the final segment. Jeep will discontinue all pure ICE models in Europe this year aside from Italy. Jeep's European range is already fully electrified with a family of EVs coming by 2025. New Mercedes AMG EQE SUV 53 Spod showing its faster bits will likely get up to 677 horsepower. Oh my. The AMG variant of the upcoming electric Mercedes SUV is expected to have a dual motor setup and chassis upgrades. New Nissan and Infiniti EVs teased will be built in the USA from 2025. Nissan teases two all-new all-electric vehicles set to be built in Mississippi starting in 2025. 2022 Ferrari F-175 debuts with a radical design and retro livery. The car displays a very unique interpretation of the new technical regulations, and its livery is reminiscent of Ferrari's F1 cars from the 1990s. I'll have to dive into that, uh, I think, in a special podcast. Specific one, just dedicated to the new F1 cars. Massey out! Virtual race control in as Formula One makes sweeping changes to the way it polices the sport. Team messages will no longer be broadcast while unlapping procedures are also set to be reviewed. EPA poised to return California's right to set own emissions regulations this week. Oh yeah, we already know about that. This is our first look at the 2024 Ford Mustang Convertible. The 2024 Ford Mustang Convertible could be offered with a 2.3-liter EcoBoost and 5-liter V8 hybrid options. 2024 Mini Countryman interior shots reveal huge round screen. The design is an evolution of the current Mini Countryman, with the circular element being all screen. 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee debuts in Europe exclusively in 4xE FEV form. The Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE has a plug-in hybrid powertrain with a combined output of 375 horsepower. Production intent Faraday Future FF91 to debut on February 23rd. 
after years of delays the FF91 is slated to go into production in the third quarter of 2022. Mercedes-Benz reportedly can't keep up with E-Class demand, pauses German orders. Mercedes was forced to do this due to increased demand as well as an impact in production due to the infamous chip shortage. 2023 Ford Everest is a Ranger-based SUV that will debut in March. The Ford Ranger-based SUV is expected to be more premium than its predecessor, kind of like the DRLs we're seeing in the teaser. Elon Musk calls NHTSA the fun police over Tesla boombox recall. Then the NHTSA had concerns the feature could conflict or could, or could conflict with the pedestrian warning system. Jeep Grand Cherokee L lands in Australia. Will be fin- no, will be followed by the Grand Cherokee. The seven-seater Grand Cherokee L will be followed, or sorry, will be available down under from mid-2022, followed by the Grand Cherokee. VW to introduce plug and charge and auto hold to ID4 with over-the-air update. US spec VW ID4 will be getting plug and charge auto hold and bi-directional charging features this summer. Stellantis is sending employees job postings for other companies in push to slim French workforce. The automaker sent its employees so many emails that the union that the union is accusing it of harassment. Hispano Souza Engineering, associated with the Magurai HS1 GTC, reportedly filed for bankruptcy. Production of the supercar that was unveiled in concept from back in 2019 had been delayed due to the pandemic. VW CEO hints at electric pickup truck and sedans during Reddit AMA. VW appears to be open to F-150 Lightning and Chevrolet Silverado EV competitor. 2023 Porsche Macan T promises a sharper driving experience for the four-cylinder model. Porsche says that the new Macan T is the first four-door sports car to use the T or Touring badge. The new BMW 8X Jeff Koons Limited Edition is a unique way to spend $350,000. This collaboration between BMW and American artist Jeff Koons produced one of the wildest 8 Series ever. It's pretty wild looking. It's like a BMW art car, but not... Not a not traditional art car, to put it very poorly. Ethanol may actually be more harmful to the environment than straight gas, study claims. Land used farming corn to make ethanol makes it worse for the planet than natural sorry, than normal gas, study suggests. The GMC Hummer EV SUT weighs 9,063 pounds? Its battery alone is heavier than a Mazda Miata! The GMC Hummer EV Edition 1 has a range of 329 miles. Who cares? That thing weighs more than three tons. That is that so heavy that you won't actually be able to drive it down some residential streets? And I'm not I'm not joking. Is that actually gonna be the case? Oh my god! Is this the third generation Porsche Panamera? Small changes add up, but they do hint at a facelift. But do they hint at a full facelift or just a redesign? Or sorry, do they hint at a facelift or a full redesign? Over 80% of new car buyers paid over MSRP last month. The average dealer charged $728 more than MSRP last month. Okay, that's not quite as bad as I was expecting it to be. Police take issue with Bugatti Chiron Supersport 300's missing front license plate. The Bugatti Chiron Supersport 300 Plus is one of three units recently delivered in the UK. US finally allowing adaptive headlights eight years after Toyota's petition. The technology can light up specific parts of the road without blinding oncoming drivers. Thank God! Jesus, that's so stupid. It took eight years? I'm sorry, but whoever, whoever was on the fence for eight years about that, man, y'all, y'all legislators are dumb. And I live in the U.S., so our, so our, regi- or our legislators are dumb. At least whoever was on the fence for eight years about that.
Okay, petrol heads, name one EV you'd buy in a heartbeat right now. We know that EVs are coming to take over the world eventually, so which one has your attention? Intel's Mobileye Bentiller EV, that's a weird name, and Beep to offer autonomous shuttle service in the U.S. Sorry, and Beep, Beep is its own thing, to offer uh, autonomous shuttle service in the U.S. by 2024. The EVs will be produced in the U.S. by Bentiller, offering level 4 autonomy from Mobileye. Velox or something. Fangio is a coach-built Ferrari F12 with serious anger issues. And yeah, they're right. I saw this thing on Instagram not long ago, and I'm like, woohoo! You know the, uh, ooh, the Icona? There was some concept supercar called the Icona. I can't remember quite what it's called. Imagine that, from, but with a Tron aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. This thing is so, this thing is so angry, it honestly looks like a Viper. It really does. It's got Viper... It's got Viper proportions and a Viper aesthetic. Like a, like a 2035 Viper. Really. I'm telling you, I'm no joke. Velox plans to, to sell a limited run of front-engine GTs to coincide with its return to top-tier motorsport. VW USA introduces Ottinger accessories and more for new Golf GTI. Offerings include bumper lips from Ottinger or whatever, self-leveling wheel caps, and dynamic turn signals. This Porsche 911 rally car is on a mission to save African wildlife. This American couple has found a way to blend their love of automobiles and animals. Brabham pays tribute to its famous F1 cars with limited $33,000 sim rigs. The rigs are inspired by the 1966 BT19 and the 1978 BT46B fan car and the 1983 BT52 Formula One cars. Hispano Souza shows off a series of concepts designed by IED students. The concepts were inspired by the Hispano Souza Alfonso X333 sports car. That's probably some Greek lettering I just don't know how to say. That was introduced in 1911. Sprint races, pole position semantics tweak, tweaked, and other key changes set for Formula One's 2022 championship. Lemmings, Lemmings from last year's season... Or Lemmings, yeah, I guess it's Lemmings. From last year's season are set to be incorporated into rule changes going forward. Facelift at 2023 Porsche Cayenne Coupe hides new production taillights under camo. Porsche has decided to hide the face of the Coupe Cayenne, or Cayenne Coupe's taillights under camouflage, strangely. New Mazda 2 Hybrid is cheaper than its Toyota Yaris twin in the UK. Mazda's Yaris clone goes on sale in the UK offering the same hybrid powertrain as the small Toyota. 2023 Audi A6L facelift. Facelift nabbed in disguise. Plays, plays spot the difference. Yep, looks largely the same. Volvo says it will facelift the XC, yeah, the XC90 SUV one more time before EV takeover. Volvo will upgrade the Swedish-built SUV and continue production for America and China, even after its electric successor arrives in markets. Williams debuts their 2022 Formula One car with a new look and a new driver. The team hopes they can build off their momentum from last season. What momentum? Did they have momentum? I really don't know. Last season to climb their way back up the grid. BMW releases 1 Series, 2 Series, and 3 Series sport models in Australia. BMW sport branded models come with a number of exclusive parts. That is going to be it for this segment, though. I hope you all enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please make sure to like the podcast, share the podcast, uh, like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have a want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. You've just listened to me. 
probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.